They work side by side, and they've got this new installation that's absolutely amazing. Okay, they're going to be coming on the show halfway through, so we got that to look forward to, don't we? Yes, we do. Okay, and uh, keeping that in mind, I love that uh, that people are being creative during this time. This is uh, very, I don't know, is it romantic? i got to pick a song for this now because uh, this is it. Okay, here we go. This is sweet. Who's rushing? Who's Where angels feed a trail, and so I come to you, my love, my heart above my head. Though I see the danger there. There's a chance for me, then I don't care. Romance is a game for fools, I used to say. A game I thought I'd never play. a game for fools I said and grinned <laughs> then you passed by and here am I throwing caution to 
And uh, here's a little clip uh, from Alan Zweibel. Uh, he's writer of Saturday Night Live, numerous films, on uh, how he became a writer. And because I'm going to keep today's theme about artists, okay? Alan Zweibel. I wanted to be a comedy writer. I always did ever since I was a little boy growing up on Long Island, but I was in uh, college and there was no courses, there was no curriculum, there was no way, there was no road to take to become a comedy writer. So I figured, gee, maybe I'll become a lawyer, have something to fall back on. And um, my grades were okay, but they made me take this test, uh, the, the law boards, the LSATs, are you familiar with this test? Which was, um, they're graded from 200 to 800, if you can write your name, you get a 200. If you're Albert Einstein, you get an 800. If you're me, I got a 390, which reclassified me as a mineral, like uh, right away. And I, I got a 390. I went home to Long Island, told my Jewish parents that I got a 390 on the law boards. And about a week later, this is after they uncovered the mirrors. And... Um, <laughs> and got up from those wooden boxes that they had brought in. My father handed me, my father handed me $1,000, which I then handed to a guy named Stanley Kaplan. You, you know this guy? He's all over, he's got these schools where they teach you how to prepare to take standardized tests. And for six months, $1,000, six months, I'm there with the, uh, the earphones on and the number two pencils and taking the old test and, and just really focusing on taking, retaking the law boards, which I did six months later, 
where my score catapulted up to a 401. <laughs> so I figured at that rate, I'd be 90 and my father would be broke by the time I got into an English-speaking law school. <laughs> so I started writing jokes for Catskill comedians, old comedians who were working the Borscht Belt, the Jewish Alps, called the Catskill Mountains. <laughs> the, the Catskill Mountains in the 50s and the 60s were the spawning ground for comedians. I wrote for every Morty, Dickie, Freddie, and uh, Lee that ever lived, okay? <laughs> I'm 21, they're 50 years old, and they're paying me $7 a joke. That was the rate that I got, $7 a joke. And some of them were just real pains in the ass about it because they'd only pay me if the joke got a laugh. Yeah, so what I would do is I would get in my parents' car on a Friday or Saturday night, drive from Long Island up to the Catskill Mountains, to the Concord Hotel, to the Neville Grossings, wherever it was. I'd sit in the back of the room, and I'd listen to my jokes being told. And then one of the comedians, the comedian would come off the stage, and he'd come up to me and he goes, boy, you know that joke about paving the driveway really didn't get a laugh. And I'd say, gee, I, I heard a laugh. <laughs> and then we would bargain. And, 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 and I'd go home with four bucks, you know. So, you know, I was 21, they're 50. You know, it was like writing for my parents' friends. And I was different sensibilities, and I really didn't want to uh, write for them, but these were the only people that I knew. And I um, looked around and go, no, I got to change something here. I got to change. And what I did was, there were two clubs in New York at the time. This is in the mid-70s now. It's a Catch a Rising Star and the Improvisation. There were two showcases where the newer breed of comedians at the time were coming through. So what I did was I took all the jokes that these older guys wouldn't buy from me, and I made it up into a stand-up comedy act for myself. And I went to the club, and my plan, my plan was to go on stage, deliver the jokes with the hopes that a manager, an agent, a TV executive, all of whom were hanging out at these clubs now, would like the material and give me a job. The first week that I'm there, I met a guy who was also starting out. His name is Billy Crystal. And he was starting, and we became fast friends. I lived in Woodmere, Long Island with my, my parents, and he lived in Long Beach, Long Island with his wife and kid. He's more mature than I am, okay? <laughs> and every night, he would take his little blue Volkswagen and pick me up at my parents. By the way, in case it ever comes up in conversation, this is the international symbol for little blue Volkswagen, okay? <laughs> He would pick me up at my parents' house, we'd go into the city, tell our jokes, and then he would take me home. I'm about four months into this experiment, I'm on stage about one o'clock in the morning, having the hardest time in the world making these six drunks from Des Moines laugh. <laughs> I get off the stage and I'm really upset, it was horrible, I go over to the bar and I'm hanging my head and waiting for Billy to get done so I can get a ride home. When a guy comes and he sits down next to me, and just starts staring at me, and staring at me, and finally I go, what? He goes, you know, you're the worst comedian I've ever seen in my life. I said, I know, why, why rub this in like this? What are you doing? He said, well, your material's not bad. Did you write it? I said, yeah. He said, can I see more of it? I said, you bet. I didn't even ask who it was at first, because I would have shown it to like a gardener at this point, okay? <laughs> Ends up, this guy is Lorne Michaels. Okay, that was Alan Swibel, Dory of Me. Pretty interesting, I think. 
And uh, more interesting is what's going on today with all the isolation, well, isolation in the city, isolation in other places, but uh, the, the art that it's bringing out in people. And that's the amazing part. And it's not just art for art's sake. It's, it's art that's from the heart. It's really trying to give back, whether it's making masks or, or producing something for people to enjoy. So with that in mind, I discovered this little-known-to-me couple, but I'm sure they're famous to everyone else, uh, a husband-and-wife artist. And I hope I'm pronouncing the names right. Eve O. Schwab, am I saying it right? And Stephen Schwab. And uh, they've created a wonderful exhibit on display. It's called My Heart is Very Big, and it is now on River Road in Paulette, Vermont, for drive-by viewings during the quarantine, which is such an amazing way to share the art. And uh, it's 10 feet by 42, but you know what? I see them in the switchboard, so I'm going to open up my mic for them and uh, bring them on. Here we go. Eve? Steve? Are you there? Yes. Hi. Hi, Nancy. Yes. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. I love it. I just love it. This is amazing. And I don't know if you you heard that, you know, and and then in my mind I kept thinking, you know, because I I mean I just found out about you, which is great, but and I've been talking about art, but the fact is, all I kept thinking is this a a, a, a image that's now going to be a documentary, <laughs> because as it fades, in itself is a work of art. I, I don't know. That, <laughs> it yeah, could it, be. It, it it would be a really interesting documentary to watch it degrade over time, because that's definitely what it's going to do. We we figure it probably has a couple months, and then it's going to start to fall apart. Well, that's the interesting thing to me. And I I love what you did. Now this was a collaborative effort. Am I correct? Yes. Uh, Eve and I uh, started working together. We've been married for almost 23 years, but we just started Congrats. making collaborative artwork in the last year and a half um, under uh, Eve and Steve. Uh, and so this particular artwork, uh, we decided, you know, like so many artists, uh, shows and exhibitions that we had planned for this year have been canceled or postponed, and we were trying to find a way to reach out our community and to our state and to our neighbors and friends and so we sort of look at this as a love letter to our community so yes it's a collaborative artwork that uh, will only be here for a few, a few short months wow and uh, t- describe it because this is radio describe it a little bit I can see it and I posted uh, your, your website by the way is www.eveandsteve.com if they want more information That's right. but I did Yes, so if they want more information, but describe it because it's radio, okay? Sure. I um, noticed, even I'll start I, at the beginning. I, I see you have it step by step, so take me that way. Sure. Um, I, I'm a, a classically trained photographer, so all the work that I do is made on film, um, and, uh, and Eve uh, is an author and a writer. So I do these in-camera collage techniques on film, scan the material, and then print. Um, normally, we specialize in working on rare and handmade materials from all over the world, which would be completely inappropriate for a farm field. So we found yeah. this really durable vinyl <laughs> material that we could print on, um, and we made the piece. The piece is 10 feet wide by 42 inches high. So it's a photographic image. It's a landscape, and it shows a woman holding a basket walking through a field. It was with a small orchard in the foreground. And then after uh, we print it, normally what happens is... And how big do we print? We print it. It's like 10 feet long. Yeah. Some of our artworks go out to 30 feet large. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, very large pieces of work. But this particular piece 
um, because the piece is, uh, is going to be seen from a road, we couldn't put as much text as we normally do. Normally, our artworks uh, focus on uh, three different categories, either history, uh, a site-specific piece. Or fiction. Or a fiction. So often I'll write stories, and then I'll incorporate them into the imagery by handwriting directly on the photograph. In this mm. case, we realized <laughs> if we want people to be able to drive by view, we, we need to make the, the text very short and very large. So the, the entirety of the text is two sentences. And you painted it. And I painted it with a paintbrush instead of what I normally use, like a little fine-tipped you know, carbon pigment pen that's very archival mm -hmm. and will last forever. This is sort of the opposite end of the spectrum. I got out an enormous paintbrush, and I wrote, my heart is very big. Sometimes I wonder if it is big enough. And this, is, this just refers to of thoughts that I've been having during this very unusual period of crisis and, um, you know, isolation. Um, so I'm thinking about our town, our community, our fellow artists, all these different things at once. It, it does stir work, a lot uh, of emotions, that thing. Yeah. It does stir a lot of emotions because you're going through all this thing, and, and instead of focusing on the negative, you're focusing on what makes us really great that's that was our hope was to focus on on the positive emotions that bring us together and then that, that was one of the things that we've been thinking about a lot because during a time of crisis i think art is one of the things we need the most it helps us make oh. sense of the world um and yet well, we're all isolated we can't go out and seek out art we have to if we want to see art we have to look at it online through a screen which often drastically impacts your impression of it and how you view it, and it, it makes it very different. So we thought, how can people see stuff in person and still comply with all of the, you know, recommendations in place? And that's where we got to the drive-by viewing. And can I ask, how many feet from the roadway is it? Uh, about 35. So the nice part is people can drive by on a road. It's not a major highway. They could slow down. Um, they're, they're more than welcome to get out and take a selfie with the artwork and do whatever they want. Yeah, it's in a, a hay field, yep. so it's a very beautiful setting. Um, and what, what, one of your friends uh, described it as the most beautiful gallery he'd ever seen. Exactly. Oh. It, yeah. it's, and it's creative besides that because it is in a field and it's, uh, the, I'm thinking in my head kind of Salvador, and it's not Salvador Dali, but in his way of juxtaposing nature sometimes with art. Yeah. And, yes. And that was right? something we that, found that when we were kind building it. You're going, what is this masterpiece doing in a field? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what is this? What is this? It's, it's making you think. You know, if you're and, driving and, by and, and you again, go, what is this? To, you know, the weather will act on it. It'll get rained on. There'll this be morning. Yeah, this morning it was raining here in Vermont, so uh, Steve went out and took a, a short video of it, and there are birds flying around, and it's just a completely different way of interacting with artwork, and we're really loving that. Yeah, you've got to keep videoing this, Steve. You've yeah. got to keep yeah. a video diary, because as I said, it's almost like, you know, a music video will be, a music will be put to it, <laughs> almost. Uh, well, because, and we uh, are planning on to do additional pieces over the next couple of months um, and eventually there may be you know three or four or five different pieces in this meadow um, and so once again it's just really a way of sort of reaching out and embracing our community 
Oh, it's such a gift you're giving them. I mean, you know, it's just um, it's just like to me, it's just like I'm driving by. Wait a minute, what's this? And then <laughs> say that. Say that. You That's know, one of our favorite things. Say, Sometimes since we put it up, <laughs> go ahead. Well, people will honk or they'll uh, they'll wave to us, you know, if we're out in the yard. And it's really nice that they're they're showing appreciation that way. Well, you've given them really a tangible, intangible gift <laughs> in that <laughs> it's I'm driving down the road, there's nobody here, there's nothing here. Wait a minute. <laughs> what yeah. is that? And tell me tell me the phrase again because it was so pretty. Eve? Oh, um, my heart is very big. Sometimes I wonder if it is big enough. And where did that come from? I mean, from you, um, obviously. Well, I know you're a writer. It just came into my head as I looked at the image, and that's frequently how we work. Um, you know, Steve will come up with an image, uh, and then I'll sort of meditate on the image, and I'll write a story. Um, or in this case, I think of it more as almost almost like a poem, very short. Well, it's... <laughs> It's interesting, too, because when I make a physical photograph, I'm always consciously thinking about leaving space for Eve to be able to write, um, which is very different Aww. than how I used to work. And so now when I finish making the large, you know, prints, whether they're, you know, 10 feet in this case or larger, the piece doesn't feel complete to me until I hear her story. Many times uh, Eve always likes to refer to the fact that my photograph is like the silent movie and her words <laughs> become the soundtrack. Oh, now you're gonna kill me with romance. <laughs> <laughs> now you got you gotta give me art and romance. Oh come on, guys, you're breaking me here. <laughs> that is so wonderful. It's a good team. What a wonderful way to, way to phrase it. And let's say your website again, so they can find more. Go ahead. It uh, so it's evensteve.com. That's with an N, right? Yeah, Eve, with an N. Yeah. The letter Even N. Steve. Yeah, and they can see different artworks that we've made for the last year and a half on that site. That's it's it's pretty it's pretty an amazing uh, gift I have to say. And I had the road down. Tell me the road again. I had it in my other notes. Oh, it's River Road. Paulette, Vermont. Paulette, Vermont. What's that near? Uh, we're about, we're very close to the border with New York. Yeah, so we're about four hours from New York City, about an hour and a half from Albany. Manchester, Vermont, which a lot of people that come up skiing in Vermont, is about okay. 25. Yes, that I know. Yeah. That is a great – you might be just a new day trip for people. You might be that, oh, i got to get out of the house and have to stay in the car. That would be fantastic. That would be amazing. So we're going to keep uh, keep working. Our hope is to put up more pieces like this in the field and give it, you know, give people something to see and experience art during this very unusual time. It, it's it's my head explodes with just the possibilities on this, but the fact is, uh, I'm in New York City, so I'm pretty much trapped, <laughs> or basically yeah. sealed when I go outside and trying to enjoy nature. Uh, but the fact is that this is a whole—you might have started a whole new movement and concept Ooh, for the quarantine. <laughs> you know, this might be a whole new movement because you said you're going to make more pieces. But the fact that you can go and see. Outdoor art is just my 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 brain is bubbling with possibilities about this. There's something <laughs> we're, we're to do. We're really excited about it. We have been considering doing large outdoor pieces like this for for some time. For some time, because you know we're working with historic spaces, and but we never really got around to doing it. So now that we were in the quarantine, I said, look, 
this is our chance. Let's see how it goes. And we both, I think, were surprised at how much fun it was making it. Yeah, and this was really provided the, the, the impetus, I think, that we were looking for, the, the sort of like the sense of urgency of we really have to do this now. Yeah. This is too important, it and is, we both uh, like motivated by it. I, you know, I don't know. What came to my mind is when I was a child and traveling on the road, this is before any kind of entertainment, the only entertainment we got was five more miles too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Burma shit. Right? <laughs> when you're on the road, but your concept, or if I may call it a movement, is just, to me, opening up the world of possibilities with this quarantine. If you oh, can I take a, a trip and see, you know, and, and you, you space them, and people get to see, so they did something today, and they absorbed something. I think yes. it's beautiful. Thank, Thank you. Totally Thank you so much. And, and this, I'm going to say your website again. It's Eve, E-V-E, the letter N, Steve.com to see more of their artwork or uh, want to text them and get more information about this. But uh, seriously, I think you, you both have to keep keep doing this. This is a whole new, Absolutely. this is better than a and, bear and, mountain and, trip, uh, you know. Well, you know. <laughs> For folks who can't get here to see it in person, we'll, we'll have lots. We have lots of documentation, and we will continue to put more up of videos and close-ups and details so people can experience it. I'm really excited to photograph it by full moon. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's going to be fun. That'll be cool. I think you should photograph it on every level, and I think you should still, in my head, I'm creative, uh, still keep filming it, even Steve, yes. and at the end add music to it when when it finally decomposes. Oh yeah, the history I love it. I love it. it. With artwork music, has a life lifespan. It's amazing, and uh, you know, I want to thank you for being guest on today's show. You really cheered me up today because I got so excited uh, about it. The possibilities of art. And now I'm thinking, gosh, and nobody's doing that in New York, the uh, cultural arts center here. Nobody has done any outdoor art through all yes. this quarantine. And you're well, in the middle you of nowhere doing all this art. <laughs> fields <laughs> there. You need more hay fields. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need hay fields. I mean, even the sidewalks. <laughs> anything. Anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's interesting how it makes you think differently about everything, about your experience of the world. That art is everywhere, but also art is everywhere, <laughs> the way you do it. And gosh, thank you guys so much for being guests on my show. You've made my day. And that's oh, you you're the so best. Much. Thank Steve. you so much. Com. <laughs> yes, and again, I'm going to be the first one to call you a movement, okay? Woo! I love that. Thank you. You, you. you are a movement that's going to happen, and please keep creating. Please, please. Okay? Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much. com. Check them out. This is amazing. This, I predicted it first, by the way, people. Thank you, Even Steve, for being guest on our show today. Thank you. That was amazing. That so made my day. It's really an exciting project. And if you go to their website, eveandsteve.com, they show you from start to finish how they did it. But wasn't that the best, how romantic they are? Like, I do the artwork, and then she feels what it should say. I'm like, they're killing me. <laughs> they're killing me. Romance and art, I can't take it. <laughs> All right, uh, we're winding down. I do want to give a shout-out to another radio show that's listening right now. Betty Jo Tucker, Movie Attic Headquarters, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. 
blog talk every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Boy, they were great guests. I'm going to say their website one more time, and that's Eve, the letter N, Steve.com. Please check them out and, you know, support the arts by supporting the arts. This is a great concept. It's amazing. All right, we're winding down. Uh, you've been listening to What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Uh, thank you for listening in. Uh, remember, all these shows stay online. They don't disappear. They stay online, so you can listen anytime. Uh, but I, I do have to say, uh, you know, uh, wow. That's what I have to say, wow. Uh, what great guest. I love it when, when that happens, when you stumble on something like that. Okay. All right. Well, we're winding down. So uh, what's the buzz, New York? called Eve and Steve, the next outdoor art movement, happening art movement. I just love the whole concept. Check them out, all right? Okay, I'm your host, Nancy Lombardo. This has been What's the Buzz New York. All right, support the arts by supporting the arts. Go check them out online. I have uh, 40 seconds, so why not give them one more shout-out, and that's Eve, the letter N, Steve.com. All right, everyone be safe, stay safe, wash your hands up to your elbows, wear your face mask, please. And uh, I'm going to have to say big kiss, bye-bye. Eve and Steve.com, wonderful people and romantic.